This is your show, bud. These moments don't happen too often. Trust me, I push some buttons. You make this your night. It's my playground. All right, man. I'll catch you later. Thanks a lot, man. Good to see you. I'm ready. Push some buttons. What? What? Wow. Whoa! What? Whoa! How serious was that? That was awesome. What? No. <laughs> Tule Hill, our guest host. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Who are you? Uh, look, I was look. talking. You're disrespectful. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I just pressed the button by mistake. <laughs> carry on, please. Please, carry on. Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Joey. And my name is Chris. I think we are. Are we officially or unofficially the the only straight-edge wrestling podcast on the planet? Uh, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk, about the, we'll talk about them later. But we actually, um, you know, we need to apologize. So we're going to start off the show by apologizing to our great and loyal listeners and friends of the show. We're going to read your emails. You've been sending us some emails, so we're going to get right. to them. And yeah. I haven't read these, so I'm, I'm blind on them. So yes. go ahead, Chris. We're going we're gonna to talk about a ton of stuff this week, by the way. We Royal Rumble, TNA, blah, blah, blah. So lots of stuff. Stay tuned. Yes. Um, but our first email comes from uh, UK Adam. Uh, this was the middle of last month, so sorry we haven't gotten to this before. But um, we were talking... On our show back, I believe it was, we were talking about that uh, Japanese uh, tape that you had gotten me and talking about that six-man tag match. Yeah, yeah. And I had mentioned that Jody Fleisch was one of the guys that I had mentioned being like, I wonder what happened to that guy. Oh, does he have an update on Jody? Uh, Adam says, a few shows ago you mentioned Jody Fleisch. A British company called FWA relaunched in August of last year. Um, I'm, yeah, 2009. Okay. Because he did send this in, yeah, January. Um, the penultimate batch was a four-way elimination where Fleisch took on Johnny Storm, Mark Haskins, and Rockstar Spud. One of the best entrances ever. Haven't seen that? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what Jody Fleisch has been doing, I guess. That's awesome. UK Adam, you're the man. Thank you so much. And that's uh, I love when we can get an update and get an answer to a question that we ask on air, and then I forget to follow up on it. So, <laughs> glad someone's doing their job. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he also briefly mentions um, Dr. Death, because we were talking about him a few shows ago. Okay. I also heard that Dr. Death was going to go to the UFC before the Brawl for All. I had heard that, too, because I, I, about the time that WWE signed him in, what, 98? 90, yeah, it was like 98. Uh, I I just started reading a lot of those rumor websites, and I read the same thing. So I don't yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but, you know, I don't know. I mean... You know, he definitely, obviously, could compete on an amateur wrestling level. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I know he, he's a pretty heavy hitter, you know, in the in his, you know, in pro wrestling and everything. So, I'm sure he could have made that work. So, who knows? Yeah. But that uh, that would, I would love to have seen what would have happened if he'd have done that. 
knows? Yeah. You know, we, it doesn't work for every amateur grappler or pro wrestling grappler. I mean, right. you know, Tank Abbott being a good ex- uh, or a bad example of that. Right. <laughs> now he was more of like a boxer, wasn't he? Like a like a street fighter. He was. He wasn't the, a boxer. He became was a, a pro wrestler later. Yeah, he's not he a real a boxer. He, yeah. He was big and he swung his fist. That was pretty much it. Yeah. I always I always like seeing him get beat yeah. when he does compete in MMA. Because yeah. <laughs> I use I watched UFC a lot more than I do now back then back when like it was Ken Shamrock and Hoist Gracie and those guys Dan Severn yeah Yeah. Um, and yeah I saw some Tank Abbott matches and I was like I hope I wanted him to lose every time (laughs) so it was just the same when he came over to uh, uh, WCW remember when I went on a tear about them releasing a Tank Abbott action figure I think it was the Legends Legends yeah he was in like this group of quote Legends figures yeah you know, and I'm not a hypocrite having an Andy Kaufman legend figure at, at my place no, because no. to me that is absolutely justified. <laughs> Tank Abbott never. No. You know, I, I I'd almost like you know you could almost have an Eric Bischoff legend figure, uh, and that would yeah. almost make that would almost be justified, especially if you compare it against Tank Abbott. Right. Vince Russo, no. No. Bischoff, they might be able to convince me on that i wouldn't buy it i wouldn't buy it i I hate bischoff i didn't buy his book i'm not i don't buy anything bischoff (laughs) the the closest thing i i bought is the monday night war dvd yeah and that's not even like you know yeah Yeah, that's making money off that that's probably my favorite documentary besides the ecw one i like yeah i like the ecw one so anyway Um, and then he finishes up one last thing um he asks did you pick up on lacey von eric's jab at wwe this he's talking about the uh, January fourth show, show yeah. when they're playing poker, um, strip poker where nobody strips and Valvin or uh, sorry Sean Morley is the one with the least amount of clothes on. So besides that WWE reference and then yeah. that WWE reference, yeah. she had another one. Yes. Okay. Um, when she has her hand at poker, she says, "I only have all these heart people." So hmm. coincidence? Mm, maybe I jab? Know. I don't know. Possibly. I think it. Yeah, they probably put that in there intentionally. You think so? Oh yeah. They can't help it, man. Yeah, their uh, TNA is is definitely showing their their Bret Hart fandom card lately. I mean, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah, it is everywhere. We talked about that on the last show, though. Yeah, and even today, Jimmy Borash has a Twitter picture of him and Bret Hart. Yeah, further proof <laughs> that TNA loves Bret Hart. And yeah, copies every Bret Hart storyline ever, yeah. ever, ever. It's like all they want to do is like remind you of like, oh yeah, because they did the stupid screw job crap garbage last time which we talked about yes it's like oh yeah i need to tune in to raw next monday because bret hart's showing up i'm glad you said it that way chris because i was just reading today uh some some website that i check for rumors they, they all report the same stuff that's why i don't give any credit sorry right. but you but know I'll how many times anyway. you know yeah you know how many times tna has done the montreal screw job finish tna yes um i think i read where they did it they call it like the Orlando screw job or the Florida screw job. So at least twice, three times, three. Uh, uh, the first two both involved Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. I believe one was a Jarrett Angle match. One was a Jarrett Raven match. And guess who was the referee for all three of those matches, Chris? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they've done this three times now, just to follow up on our conversation from wow. last week. WWE's done it, including the original, I guess, three times. They've done it quite a bit. At least three times, I can think of off the top of my head. I think it's probably closer to six. Really? Like in the same manner? Not necessarily, but certain things have reeked of it, you know? Yeah. So... But anyway, I'll tell you what, I'll try to, you know, hey, hey tell you what, um, we have great fans, so if you can remember the Montreal uh, 
Screwjob, Copycats, the WWE well, is done. I know two off the top of my head. Okay, what? Uh, well, one was, uh, was it Breaking Point? Yeah, of Breaking course, Point. Last year. CM Punk, CM and, Punk Undertaker. and Undertaker. And then Survivor Series 99, or 98. Yes, where um, Rock beats Mankind for the with title. With the Sharpshooter. With the Sharpshooter, yes, yeah. thank you. Um, so, if there's any others, I don't really recall. You know what, you might be around that. I'd... <laughs> Maybe there's like one more. I want to say there's one more. I can't believe they went that long without doing it again. I know there's there's one. Anyway, sorry. That's next week. <laughs> Still to come. Um, that was, okay, so that was UK Adam. We also have Thanks one. for the letter, Adam. Yes, thank you. Uh, we have one from US Adam. All right. Um, this is a little bit longer, so here we go. Um, first off, I would love to be a part of the fantasy tag tournament. You're in. <laughs> All right. Um, Says I. <laughs> see. Now on to the good news. Uh, there's a he put this puts this in quotes company uh, called Beyond Wrestling. They are tied with a local Cleveland company called AIW Absolute Intense Wrestling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, they tape shows for YouTube. The twist is the shows are taped in front of other wrestlers and maybe a few girlfriends. No fan has ever been allowed to watch a taping until now. That's really. It's kind of weird. Um, I have been invited to attend a taping this Friday, and this was January 13th. Okay, so I'm sure he has that report by now, so yeah. please, if you did wind up indeed going, yeah. if they told you, oh, sorry, you can't go because you're not a wrestler or a girlfriend, yeah. um, <sighs> if they let you in, please, I, I, I want to hear about it. Yeah. Just just to kind of, more so just the fact on how they do it, how, how they run their tapings. Because yeah, yeah. that's probably interesting in mm-hmm. its own right, so... Um, Adam continues, they want me to do a write-up on my experience. I am very excited. The goal is to use my experience to get people to watch on YouTube. Um, there are a lot of great up-and-coming stars there like Chris Dickinson, Haley Hatred, who I've seen. She was on that Chick Fight DVD that I reviewed. Okay. Uh, on WrestlingHowShow.com. Yes. Lewis Linden, Flip Kendrick, Davey Vega, and many more. I was hoping to share my expertise with your listeners. I am so excited and honored to be a part of this. I truly truly believe that some of these guys are really going to break out in the next year or two. I think the goal is to use Beyond Wrestling as a chance to get their names out to fans who live outside the Ohio, Pennsylvania area. Flip Kendrick and Lewis Linden have already been a part of the DG USA events. Okay. Um, Haley Hatred has really proved herself as a top female talent in the Midwest. In fact, she fought Sarah Del Rey at a recent AIW event, and the match went over really well. I look forward to sharing my thoughts with you guys. I am really looking forward to meeting some guys who have traveled the country and accomplished a lot. I also want to add that I was heartbroken when I heard about Dr. Death. I have followed him since the early 90s, and he was always one of my all-time favorites, right up there with Sid. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you can compare the two. but No, not not skills-wise. I'm not going to say that. But, you know, on an entertainment level, yes. Sid is a cartoon character. Dr. Death is like a legitimate killer. Right. Um, I saw a recent YouTube video of him actually wrestling in August of 2009. I, I guess he means like amateur wrestling. I guess that's I what he means know. by that. Huh. Um, I was amazed. Oh, no, actually wrestling in 2009. Okay, so we actually had a match last year. He was, he was working really close to his death. I mean, like, I've, I knew that he had come out of, you know... He never was really retired, per se. Yeah. He just had to, like, not compete for a while because of his cancer. But, yeah, he went back in the ring after it. Hmm. Um, Adam continues, I was amazed that he fought in that condition. It was also hard to hear him on the voice box. Very sad. He, he was unrecognizable. 
Yeah. I will always remember him. I also discovered a recent video of Bobby Heenan accepting an award from a mayor at a recent wrestling show. Talk about unrecognizable. Heenan looks really sick. I've seen him fairly recently. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Li- I haven't seen him like in the last year and a half. Yeah, I guess that's so. Right. Maybe he's. Oh God, if he's gone, if he's gotten worse, then yeah. that's really sad. Oh. He got on the mic for a second, but he really didn't say anything because he couldn't talk. Uh, he he was always so animated. Truly, one of the funniest men in the wrestling history. I absolutely I couldn't agree with you more. He, he's yeah. one of the original. I mean, that's one of the you know looking back on it, that's one of the main reasons I tuned into primetime yeah. wrestling every week was to yeah. listen to Bobby uh, make jokes at Gorilla's expense yeah. and have to defend his family against him. Yeah. And finally, what did you guys think about Umaga's death? I remember him back before he was in Three Minute Warning. I think he was in the Samoan Gangsta Tribe in the original ECW. Really? I, know. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to look that one up. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving me more work to do. No, I'm <laughs> no I, I, you know, like I said, I've said I've been a big fan of the Samoan tag teams and Samoan wrestlers, so I'm about to go check that out. I'll yeah. find some clips. Um, his run in Japan in between 3-Minute Warning and Umaga was awesome. That's all for now. Thanks, guys. U.S. Adam. Ooh. I actually have one of my FMW DVDs has uh, has him in one of those matches. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I know after he got he got fired from WWE, went to TNA briefly, and I guess he went to Japan after that yeah. is what I'm thinking because I remember reading about him being in TNA like right after he got released. Yeah. And he went by the name of ECMO. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh yeah, so but I haven't I haven't seen any of those matches to be fair, but you know, he always definitely gave it his all. I mean, he was definitely the shining star out of 3 minute warning. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I mean, nothing not not dissing on Rosie, but uh yeah. you know, he was you know, Umaga Eddie, I guess. Uh, yeah. it, always uh, you know, one of the more entertaining. Yeah. You know, definitely just like his family, he did his family proud. I mean, those people do not know that they're 400 pounds, you know, 350 pounds. They move like 220 pounders, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was sad when I read about that. And even more sad, you know, just due to the fact of how he died, apparently. I mean, he yeah. never, he never, you know, was motivated enough to get himself better, which is sad. Especially, you know, nowadays where, you know, you can get the rehab for free. Yeah. I'm just like no excuse, man. You got no excuse. It's just really, it's just really sad. Some people don't want help. I understand. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's how I feel about it. Um, looking up, I'm looking up Eddie Fatu's profile right now. Um, says he was part of the Samoan Gangsters, but I don't see anywhere where he was, was the original ECW, um, hmm. FMW, um, Memphis Championship, but I don't see any ECW here. Oh, okay. This may not be a complete profile because you know. Not everything on Wikipedia is completely 100 percent accurate. Not long. But, yeah. I mean, because I could go in there and say I could go in there right now and say no, he was in the original ECW yeah. with uh, <laughs> with Samu and Fatu, and they were the Samoan Gangsters. Great. Yeah. Okay, sure. And they feuded with the original Gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> who knows? But yeah. So is that is that it for emails? That's it. Got emails. Okay. All right then. Well, uh, man. So. What has gone on since our last show? We did a uh, well. We ended last week's show talking about Serena Deeb. Oh yeah, uh, briefly getting, yeah. getting her head shaved. So Serena well, Deeb is still bald, mostly. She's still bald. Uh, you know, she looks little, good bald. Yeah, she really does, man. Yeah. She's 
that just shows you how beautiful she is that she can pull off the bald and good for her. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> anyway, but you know, I I was talking about this with you off the air. Is that I'm, you know, I was already as you know a CM Punk fan. I yeah. like heel CM Punk, and yeah. I think it's I think it's a really great idea. And yes, it is overemphasized from the original, you know, approach to his thing. I understand that, but what do you mean? You know, just like you know, he he's doing the same thing he did when he was a babyface, but obviously, oh yeah, well he's doing it in a heel fashion. He's being preachy and exactly and saying if you don't believe what I believe, you're a piece of crap. Exactly. Basically. So as as the weeks have gone on, you know, I'm not saying that it's completely reminiscent of this, but I've noticed that maybe maybe they're taking a page out of the Ring of Honor book WWE because you know they pay attention to those shows, they watch those shows, they have yeah. to. Yeah. You think that they saw what they did with Age of the Fall and thought, we need something kind of dark, but also, you know, has has a major belief to it. Like, they're really, you know, the their conviction is so pure in their heads yeah. that we need something like that. And maybe that's, maybe that's, you think there's something to that? Like I kind of see what you're saying. I don't know if, I wouldn't say that they were copying Age of the Fall in the least. I'm not saying they're copying. I'm not I'm not saying call your lawyers ROH because you're too busy suing Ric Flair for his uh, back out last year. But uh, (laughs) by the way, yeah, there's some breaking news for Ring of Honor suing Ric Flair for for canceling on some dates or getting paid for dates that he didn't show up to because of his signing. Yeah. Yeah, he he worked one show and then yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not cool. (laughs) Anyway. But yeah, I'm not saying they're copying. I'm I'm just saying that you know, taking some elements of that. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I mean, it's a... Because since they added her, that's what made me uh, realize that that's where this may be going. I mean, CM Punk is very obviously... It's a religious cult angle that they're really going after. I mean, he's very much the Jesus figure with some of the things he says and his beard now and everything yes. else, yes. his hair and beard. I mean, he looks more like Jesus than ever before, which I don't I don't care. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I really don't care one way or the other, but it doesn't do anything for me. Well, so. I, just, I understand that, but, you know, people... I still like CM Punk. I was, actually, I had mentioned this before, I was actually getting kind of bored with it. Right. Because he was doing the same exact speech every single week. Right. I'm getting a little more interested now because they're doing some stuff with it. Exactly. So. The more, I uh, think maybe they need a couple, maybe a couple more people in this thing. Let's yeah. make it. Let's That'd make it cool. a certified. Fa- I mean, it's already a faction, yeah. and they have a name now, Straight Edge Society. Yeah. So let's uh, let's add a couple more people and let's yeah. get this. Let's take it. Let's take over. I mean, that's. That'd be. Cool. I'd I'd love it if they did it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really great, and that's once again making. Sm- and I don't think it's any coincidence that as they've now kind of figured out what they're doing with this thing, that was the week that SmackDown was like, man, it just came out back from the dead from this year. Yeah. So, you know, SmackDown had been, yeah, just like you said, had been kind of boring me, and the whole show had been doing the that. The whole show, yeah, as a whole, because, I mean, I I think we briefly mentioned that SmackDown uh, the week before last was just... Nothing happened on it. Yeah, it we, didn't, we didn't even feel compelled enough to talk yeah. about it. So, cause but we, then... But then this last week, the week, uh, the SmackDown before the Royal Rumble, it was like everything that I wanted to happen happened that week. Some good marquee matches. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Intercontinental title match was great. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, um, yeah good matches. Uh, the biggest thing that I had actually thought, I did not say it to anyone, so you have to take my word for this. I'm take your word for it, yeah. Chris. But uh, <laughs> when um, Shawn Michaels has been talking about, I'm going to win the Rumble and I'm going to face The Undertaker. Rey Mysterio has a title shot at the Royal Rumble yeah. for the Undertaker's title. 
And I was like, well, this is kind of disrespectful to Ray. I mean, he should, he should, I wish they had another show because DX was booked to face the Straight Edge Society on that, on that SmackDown. So I was like, man, I wish they had another week because I want Ray to go after Sean and say, hey, like, stop being a butt face and and show me some respect. And your prayers were answered on Friday. they were, yeah. First segment. That that was a great first segment. DX comes out apparently to have a match is from what the indications they were giving and Ray comes out and says, why are you disrespecting me like that? And both Sean and Triple H kind of heal on him. They're like, yeah. well, you're not going to win. Yeah, he made a hornswoggle. Uh, Triple H made a hornswoggle yeah. joke at Ray's expense, and he bowed up to both of them with no backup. Yeah. You know, I got to say, you know, I take I take Ray for granted a lot lately, yeah. but I really like where he is at this point in his career. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's – I kind of wrote him off as being maybe done last year. Really? You know, as far as like you know, he's he's injury prone and stuff yeah. like that. You know, so, but I really like where his character is at this point because to me, he's a lot more legitimate and solidified in what he does. Even when he was world champion, yeah. he has zero fear at this point in his career, and I like that. That's what his character does. Yeah. He'll walk into the ring with DX, knowing that he's going to talk crap about him, and he doesn't bring anybody. He's just himself right. and he I'll get into it with you that's fine we'll do it yeah. he gets an Undertaker's face he gets in Batista's face he's proved himself just by doing just by those last few months Yeah. Uh, to me he's more on the level than he has ever been in his career as far as believability and me yeah. wanting to root for him even more yeah yeah because yeah. I've gotten after that Smackdown which ended up Teddy Long came out and took away the title match for the Straight Edge Society for the night. And that pissed me off. I was like, right. We were ready suck, to put him on probation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you suck, but, I mean, they did what I wanted was Ray and Sean, which is the main event, which is a really good match. Yeah. And so that whole thing actually got me invested in the uh, Ray-Undertaker match where I kind of, I wanted to kind of see it, but I wasn't really that, I was like, eh, I'm sure it'll be good. Well, it wasn't really going to matter as much until yeah. until they did this thing. So yeah. they did exactly what they needed to do. And so then I was solidly on Rey Mysterio's side in that match, and I was actually pulling for someone rather than just watching the match just to watch it. Yeah, because that that's what the two title, not the two title matches, but the yeah. two big title matches yeah. had a... The WWE in, title, I was just watching it just to watch it, because exactly. I wasn't invested at all. Exactly. And even with all this thing about Ray having to, you know, really earn it, he had to wrestle Batista 69 times to, <laughs> yeah. to get this title shot by God in yeah. every possible type of match ever. The build-up for Ray getting that title shot was kind of bullcrapish because yeah. uh, the whole thing that we already talked about, the whole beat-the-clock challenge that meant nothing because they just had another Ray-Batista uh, match to decide it. Yeah. But uh, it seems yeah. like every time he was going to get a solid win to get the title match... Oh, well, there you have to wrestle again next week yeah. because Batista's being a bitch cake. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and whining and complaining. Right. So. But, yeah, and we also, out of that, we also got uh, CM Punk versus Triple H. Yes. So. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that was a good match, too, you know. And so what do you think, um, you know, might as well say, do you think, uh, well, you know what, we'll, I'll address that in the Royal Rumble. We got tons of fallout to go into WrestleMania from the Royal Rumble because yes. we're gonna we're gonna do the whole Royal Rumble show on the yeah. show. Yeah. 
So. Uh, but real briefly, I mean, that week, other other things good that week, Dulé Hill was the... Uh, <laughs> That's what, exactly awesome, what I was going to say. Yeah, awesome uh, guest host. Uh, James Roday had appendicitis, I think. Yeah. Was, he, yeah, had to have his appendix taken out or whatever, so straight, he wasn't there. Straight to the hospital. But, but yeah. both of those guys are very funny and very charismatic. Yeah, so. I never really watched Psych, but now that made me want to watch it. So he's like one of the best hosts ever because he made me want to watch his show. Yeah, and uh, we, we did a, we did a... I had a ton of thoughts about that show, and uh, we... we we put them on our uh, put them on wrestlinghousehow.com. We yes. have raw random thoughts, which is a permanent fixture now. Yes. But yeah, Dulé was great. One of my like top three or four guest hosts, I think. Yeah, I really enjoyed him. You know, and <laughs> he even said he. You know, it's funny because I I mentioned this is almost a direct same quote from when last year we were talking about the wrestler movie and how much of a fan Darren Aronofsky was of pro wrestling. Uh-huh. Dulé Hill said almost the exact same thing. He says, my fandom goes back to the Madison Square Garden days, almost like pre-Hogan. Oh, really? He's like, I was a fan of Tony Atlas and the Iron Sheik and people like that. Yeah. And he goes, but since I worked with Cena and I was on Raw, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching again. So, yeah. you know, I thought that was really cool. But you couldn't cool. tell watching the show that Dulé wasn't a regular viewer. Yeah. So, yeah. and... Uh, I, my favorite part was just in the back talking to Cena... And Cena was like, "Yeah, you gotta, you gotta take control. You gotta go push buttons." He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push buttons tonight." And he actually meant that he was gonna physically push buttons all night. He <laughs> that was great. I so, love unplanned pyro, even though it's planned. I yeah. love like pyro that makes me jump. Yeah, and that that one did. Yeah, it, it, was, it was like when Randy Orton tried to blow up John Cena yeah. last year. Yeah, <laughs> so I noticed they're getting more use out of that fake pyro board out there. Yeah, exactly. Except that's not what they use. No, no, not they wouldn't trust that with yeah. him. You push a button and one of those rockets would yeah. like hit the thirtieth row or something. Yeah, you know, or something. Uh, uh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that, and was, then that was good. The, in the in the uh, in the truck with the, doing the graphics. Yeah, <laughs> surprised no one's thought of that yet. Yeah, or drawing names out of a hat of the roster. Yeah, yet. so that's gonna be my show. No, I, I said on the random thoughts. If I ever get to well, tell you what, when I get to guest host for all, Battle Bowl. I'm bringing back Battle Bowl. Yeah, I saw that. I I have no comment for that. <laughs> Anybody who doesn't know Battle Bowl, go look it up on uh, on YouTube or something. It was an old WCW pay per view that is just really ridiculous it's and utterly ridiculous. And the fact that they didn't actually know, they re- really did make it random. Oh, really? They booked it on the fly. <laughs> what do you mean the the Rumble's not random? Well, the Battle Royal winner is obviously picked at that point. But no, I the mean matchups that they had. Yeah. Nobody knew. You mean, you mean the Royal Rumble? It's not random. Those interests. Oh yeah, no. Oh, oh, the Royal Rumble match. Sorry, yeah. I'm still in battle ball yeah. mode. Oh yeah, no. And you know, they they never show them draw the balls anymore, so I can't really <laughs> comment whether it yeah. is or not. Okay, fair enough. I miss the ball drawing. <laughs> people getting mad. People getting happy. Yes. Mean Street Posse trying to get in the match. <laughs> yeah. Um, Taka injuring his shoulder 15 times on the replay. And replaying it, yeah, because the king just <laughs> thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that is, he probably still thinks it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Uh, I don't know if funny is really the... Uh, no. Is the, is the word Someone slamming their face and shoulder onto the floor from the top rope. It's not really funny. That was pr- that was almost the end of his career. He came yeah. back after that, but yeah. I don't think he was really ever the same. No. So. Um, so WWE was good last week, I thought. Um, so had some good matches. The the wrestling on the Raw was a little, eh, but yeah. the SmackDown made up for it, and Dulé Hill made up for it. So yeah, yeah. Um, I just want I just want Raw to be entertaining. I'm never expecting wrestling out of it anymore. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> Probably kinda, is bad actually. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but what about that show that says that um, it does wrestle? Oh yeah, the nonstop. <laughs> yeah, action? nonstop. Yeah. 
Um, they, uh, yeah, not so much. Yeah, well, to be fair, not this isn't going to be the the death show that it was last last no, week that we I talked mean, about. I mean, in comparison, like eons, light years ahead. Yeah, still got to see Eric Bischoff is mentioned in every segment. Hulk Hogan is yeah. mentioned in every segment. That really is getting on my last nerve. Yeah. If you, like I said, do not watch TNA. But if you did, <laughs> you would have to hear those names mentioned every. Yeah. It's a, it's like if I mentioned them every two minutes on our show right. on the average. It's just Eric Bischoff, Hulk Hogan. What are they thinking? What are they going to do? It's oh, I don't know what they're going <laughs> to do. Are they going to fire me? They're going to fire you? Yeah. They fired Bobby Lashley. Yeah. So. Well, he had a fight this last weekend. Uh, yeah, so. which he won. So, congratulations, Bobby. Were they covering his butt if he got injured? Like, just uh, fire yeah. him on the show. I guess that's like, the only thing. I, that's the only thing I liked that Bischoff did this week. Yeah, it's like he wants out. Then when he wants back in, they're like, oh, I don't know. And then they bring him back in, and they're like, oh, well, thank you for coming to us, but you're fired. Yeah, they bring him in so, to fire him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. Um, they started in. It, they call it an eight-card stud tournament. Um, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, for, I guess, I don't know how it's going to work. Were these qualifiers, or was it the first round? I don't know. They're ripping off the Ring of Honor pick, yeah, six. pick six. Yeah, Yeah, because we don't know how that's going to end up either. Right. That's why I say it's a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had uh, Wolfie. Um, as uh, is that what you call yeah, him? As Pope, a pet name for him? No, Pope, Pope calls him uh, De Niro. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, was, yeah. Desmond Wolf versus Sean Morley. Uh, Desmond Wolf won. It was a it was an okay match. It wasn't great by any means. Both of them yeah. have can do way better. Um, Daniels versus Hernandez, which was also it's pretty good, but yeah. they can also have better matches. Oh, and, yeah, and Hernandez is you may not see him as much on Impact, even though you know they probably are. But apparently, he's kind of working double duty lately. Um, I read this week that they sent Hernandez, or they're sending Hernandez down to like AAA for some sort of co-op agreement or something. Oh, really? Or at least they're sending him to Mexico, but I think AAA is where he's going. Hmm. But the 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 reason they're doing that is because they want to, by building him up in Mexico, because he's yeah. never really competed in Mexico. Yeah. So if they get him over big over there, it's going to make him a bigger star over here, which actually is true um, if you look at history. So, also, just uh, the more famous luchas like your Mysterios and your Conans and stuff like that had a massive loyal following in Mexico prior to even coming over here. So yeah. they're trying to get his star to rise over there because if it does, you know, they will watch TNA more over here. That's that's the reason. Oh, trying to get the uh, people in Mexico to watch TNA. Exactly. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because I was I was thinking. I mean, like Rey Mysterio when he started here. I mean, he may have had a loyal following in, in Mexico, but here he was another cruiserweight. Oh, yeah, he was obscure when he first came here, yeah. but yeah. No, I mean, the point is, is like, they have a lot of guys in their company that are already international stars. Gotcha. And, and, and former world champions and things yeah. such as that. So it's a smart thing, actually, I think, what they're doing is they're yeah. taking one of their, uh, you know, basically their homegrown talent yeah. and trying to expand them out exposure-wise. Yeah, you know? plus, I mean, it's good to... It's good to wrestle in Mexico. Yeah. It, I mean, just add that much more to your repertoire and, yeah. and get that much better. Apparently, Teddy Hart still doesn't get it, and he's been in Mexico for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, He's susceptible to learning anything, apparently. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Um, so, good luck to Hernandez uh, and his uh, journey through, uh, you know, he has to work probably like 10 times as hard or as anybody who's actually making decent money in TNA. Yes. 
Um, I barely even want to mention this now, but Earl Hebner was talking to was talking to Hogan and said that Vince didn't screw Brett. Actually, mentioning them by name. Yes. Talking about WWE. Mm-hmm. It's like watch oh. on Monday because Brett's going to show up. Yep. Um, Earl said that he's the one that screwed Brett, and he did it for the money. So Earl Hebner taking 100% credit for the Montreal screw job. Yes. Never yeah. liked that guy. Still don't like him. Like him even less. Now, and and by doing that and by owning up to the fact that he took money from Flair to screw Kurt Angle in that match, right? Hogan doesn't fire him. He merely sends him home for a while and yeah. says, i got to think about this. So he yeah. suspends him. And it's so retarded, he probably suspended him with pay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, this is really happening. <laughs> Um, what else? Um, the beautiful people beat Hamada, Kong, and Terra. Yeah, as soon as they're coming down the ring, I'm like, all right, well, this could be a three on two. Yeah, you could have Hamada and Kong versus all three of the beautiful people, and I'm still rooting for the right. Yeah, I'm still betting on them, but yeah, no, well, they cheated to win, but still, I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, the Brian Kendrick, or I guess he's just Brian Kendrick now. Yes. um, That's too bad. I got so used to it. Teamed up with, uh, the Motor City Machine Guns against Generation Me and, um, Amazing Red. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, really exciting while it lasted. It was good, but it's so short. Yeah. Kendrick is like, God, is he on speed or something? I mean, he's (laughs) just like, he's on fire in there. I mean, He's older than any of those guys, and he's yeah. got like 20 times the energy practically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, that's not necessarily true, but God, he's just insane in there. Yeah. Even when he covers guys, he's just like, ah, yeah. you know. But then at like right after the match, um, Kendrick was actually the one that got the pin on the Amazing Red. Yeah, he blind tagged himself in and took yeah. the credit after the Machine Guns did yeah. the finisher on Red. Right. Um, uh, the British Invasion come out, and Doug Williams has the X Division uh, briefcase from for like a year, like a year ago. Whenever they got, um, they took actually, it. They took it. From, Homicide got that. Yeah. Then Rob Terry was carrying it, and then they got Rob Terry to give it to Williams. So I'm like, something like that. Fine. Been following this briefcase for 15 yeah. months. Why? <laughs> and Why so, is this happening? And so Williams cashes in on Red and like does one move and gets it. So yeah. Doug Williams is the new X Division champion. Out of those three, fine, great. Yeah, that, that's, that, fine. that's fine. Yeah. Doug Williams is the standout. I, I like Doug Williams. He's a great wrestler. Yeah. He really is, and he's being held down. Yeah, uh, he, that guy, especially when he competes against like your X Division type guys. Right. So he absolutely is a legitimate X Division champion yeah. for my money. So it, I think that's overdue. Actually, yeah. I really do. Speaking of the British Invasion, they went on a European tour and had all sorts of success. Do we have to talk about this? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. And Big Rob Terry is the new global champion. Oh. Rob Terry, the guy that's done like two moves since he's been in the company. A has... guy, a guy who has that kind of a look, mind yeah. you. A guy who has that kind of a look. And WWE said, we can't do anything with this guy. Right. We can't sell this guy. <laughs> a company That's that, the look they want. A and company they got rid that of him. employed uh, uh, Nathan Jones and Heidenreich. They couldn't do anything with Rob Terry. Yeah. 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 That, dude, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he is the new global champion. He beat Eric Young at one of their shows. I think it was Wales. I'm not, I can't remember exactly. It, I, I think it was because it was his hometown. Or yeah. near his hometown. Because apparently he was like super over. Got the best yeah. reaction of the night. Yeah. So, yeah. Why? 
And then he apparently must have a, he must have a big family. Yeah, apparently later on that night, that's the night that the British invasion decided to kick Rob Terry out of the British invasion. So, wow. Yeah. So they, they could they didn't want double gold in, uh, the, no. in the faction. No. After all of this, yeah. The, the Rob Terry should have been out of that faction like three months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, anyway, what the hell, man. And Which then, means he's gonna. You know what that means, though. Sadly, that? he's probably not gonna stick to Eric Young's rule. Of the fact that he's only going to defend the title oh, globally, out of like the out, uh, out of America, yeah. so that means we're actually going to have to watch Rob Terry matches now. <laughs> he could, I really wish there was something in stone that says you can't defend the global <laughs> champion, uh, the global championship in America. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, and then the main event was uh, Jeff Jarrett back in the ring after months against uh, Mr. Anderson, working his way from the bottom. Right. So the main event is the bottom. The main, yeah, yeah. This whole thing, God, we went on a tear about this when we were watching. Yeah, it. we pretty much only watch TNA together now because yeah. that's the only way to get through it. Right. You know, and uh, some Bischoff. Yeah, he has uh, Jarrett goes into Hogan's office without a lawyer this time because right. apparently Bubba hooked him up, <laughs> got him a meeting with Hogan because yeah. he's that he's got that kind of stroke. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pun intended. I'm taking. And he's like, Hogan, you know, I understand what you're saying now. And it's just, he just gave in. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's something else he's planning, I'm sure. But he's like, yeah, I'll work my way uh, from the bottom. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So not only is he main eventing, working his way up from the bottom, but he's wrestling Mr. Anderson. Yes. Who I'm thinking, if you're working your way up from the bottom, don't you fight like the lowest contender in the company? No. So wouldn't he be fighting, you know, like, you know, Brutus Magnus? Consequences Creed. Consequences Creed. Love you, Creed. Yeah, but unfortunately, it, he's he's pretty much bottom right now. Shark Boy, he's still employed, apparently. I think so, yeah, yeah. He's on the thing, so. You know what, though? The news isn't all bad in TNM, and I'm going to shed a little positivity on here. Right. You are not going to believe this if I tell you this, Chris. I, don't, I already don't believe you. We were talking about the X Division title earlier. March is traditionally the Destination X pay-per-view. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Guess what they're going to do? I uh, don't know. We might actually have to watch a TNA pay-per-view because it's going to be 100% X Division wrestlers. Really? That's how they're promoting it. Do they have enough X Division wrestlers to do that? I saw the poster. They can do a whole show with those guys. Huh? I mean, everybody's on there. De Niro, the Machine Guns, Generation Me didn't make the poster, but... They'll they're probably going to be there. They'll have to be on there. Have I mean, they'll have there. to use all of them. Lethal consequences is on the poster. Would they do like Daniels and uh, Joe? Daniels and Joe, I think has I think Joe's on the poster. What about Joe, Styles? I, I mean, he's a former champion. Uh, I didn't see him on the poster. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he is on the poster. But anyway, the the main idea here is an all X division pay per view. Yeah, behind that. Wow. Give him some give him some buy rates and. Uh, like us buying it and give them some buy rights say hey I kind of want to I kind of want to on that principle you know and I then mean, when they do their all old timers show we'll not watch that one exactly with the and nasty that. boys and the Dudley boys and <laughs> oh god we're not we're not talking about the nasty those boys those two guys and then Hogan versus Flair is the main event yeah I'm not gonna buy that show and you know that's gonna happen yeah alright Chris it's time for uh, your favorite segment of mine and uh, also, I believe, U.S. Adams. <laughs> it is five rumors in five minutes. We're going to do legitimate five rumors in five minutes this so I'm, week. I'm going to time check you, and I'm going to stop you. Okay. All right. 
Uh, let me know when you're ready. Ready clocks? I'm ready. And start. Okay, so I don't know if we mentioned this last week on the show, but the Santino Morella sitcom is yeah. set to go on WWE.com. Yeah, we mentioned it briefly. We mentioned it briefly. Um, they're feeling around interest in, on the USA Network. USA <laughs> Network uh, apparently is saying uh, that they don't have any sitcom interest right now, but they do like Santino's character. Hmm. Do you think that... Uh, that the Santino Morella show will find its way on USA, maybe as a post-Raw show, like what they used to do with the Bobby Heenan show after primetime yeah, wrestling. I don't know if a sitcom would work on USA, though, because they don't have sitcoms. They have hour-long shows. Hour-long but, dramas and yeah. dramedies yeah. and comedies. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know but maybe they, they, have, they have a good relationship with NBC, don't they? They do the uh, Tribute to the Troops every year. Yeah, but I don't think Santino's going to play on NBC. I Although, so. I guarantee it will get better ratings than the Jay Leno show. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Hey, alright. Uh, moving on, TNA's mon- going to Monday Night Live. The rumors are still going and going and going. I heard about that. They're going to do a live live in a taping, so you like Raw used to be, where it's live one week and tape the next. Yeah. So is that confirmed now? Because I put it in my rumor mill. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. it's probably still rumors. So two two live shows a month, uh, and taping the same night. So that could work for them. That's the, that's the old Raw method. Live, I think, is a good idea. Against Raw, mm-hmm. uh, not so much. They're not gonna. They're not gonna compete against Raw at this point. Yeah, but you know, I mean, when are they gonna? It's like, but they might as well. Pot, you know? I mean, when they were on Monday on the fourth, their ratings were just as good, or actually just slightly better there than they were on Thursday. So might as well. Yeah, might as well. It's not gonna hurt them, obviously, yeah. at this point, unless people just start losing interest. Yeah. All right, so how many is that, two? That's two. just two, right? Okay. Right, two minutes. Uh, former WWE Tag Champion Joey Mercury is rumored to uh, be re-signing and coming out of retirement cool. uh, to compete on SmackDown against his former tag team partner, John Morrison. Oh, you really? think that's going to happen? Um, if he comes back, he's, they're not going to put him against Morrison right away. People will remember that, but they're not going to be like, oh, that's awesome. I'm but, just, just going to put it out there. Put him in the straight-edge society. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah okay. He's got that skill, same age group. This guy shows up with a formerly exploded face and shakes yeah. head. <laughs> Speaking of the Straight Edge Society, rumor has it that Shawn Michaels is not a fan of the Straight Edge Society. He doesn't like the storyline, doesn't like the message. Because of the religious overtones. Exactly. Yeah. So um, th- that's just a rumor, but you know anybody can make that up. But do you think that he... Do I don't that's... think he probably really doesn't have that big of a problem with yeah. it. I mean, um, I think if anything, he'd be like, eh, I'm not, I don't care for it very much, but... Um, Probably like me. I don't care for it, but I don't have a problem with it. Okay. And the big one, the number one rumor of the week, uh, The Rock, who um, I don't think the Tooth Fairy did all that well. I don't know if we mentioned that already. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> but when I see everything. Yeah, yeah, this is true, man. Guy saw Dead or Alive. Um, the <laughs> In the theater, and I own the DVD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so The Rock. Uh, you know, Kevin Nash was in that. That's a yeah, wrestling movie. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, you know, supposedly, you know, they said he's going to come back, not just for a guest host. He's going to do a big thing. He wants to do, like, an original show, possibly, with WWE. That's cool. But as far as his storyline activity goes, rumor has it that he is coming back around SummerSlam time to work right. a major angle. Huh. What do you think of that? And where do you see, who do you see him working against or with? Um, Cena. I think that's the big yeah. one. Yeah. They've been talking shit in the press against each other, so... Have they? Yeah. Cena Cena's called out the rock a lot as far as like a guy that, you know, you know, just has completely shied away from you know, pro wrestling entirely, which is something he said he would never do. Oh so that's yeah, I see. that's a problem with Cena. And being like, exactly. Yeah. Cena's like, I do movies but I will never 
stop wrestling, even if I get seven movies a year. I would love to see a, a heel rock like he was last time he showed up. Like I said, like Hollywood Cena. Rock. Hollywood yeah. Rock against Cena. That would, I, oh, I, I hope that happens. Can that you, would be so awesome. Can you imagine the Mike Wars yeah. that would happen? I used to be a guy that hated The Rock. But yeah, but we, we, we both weren't fans. Yeah. We always liked him when he was a bad guy. Yeah. But never, you know, even as a bad guy, we would root against him, you know. He would love to yeah. hate him. He's one of those guys. But, yeah, I think... Uh, and Helms is the hurricane again, so they can have a... have a, Revisit that. Is, is he? <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, we're, we're out of rumors now, so we're pretty much at five minutes. Right. You got you got 25 seconds. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm not going to dish any dirt on Helms because TMZ's done that enough. So yeah. it, this whole thing, you know, yeah, I'll mention it just briefly because it... it now the facts are starting to come out about this arrest, you know, like they just made it out to be like, hey, the guys took a taxi, Jericho, Helms, yeah. and Hardy. They're being like, responsible, so yeah. Yeah, they, you know, they weren't driving a school bus, motherfuckers, you know, I mean, this is like, <laughs> yeah, they had a few, yeah, they had a few drinks. Okay, we're out of five, five minutes and five minutes. Uh, so I padded it there, I went fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Okay, Helms is obviously the one that's getting punished, and Matt yeah. Hardy always seems to be getting punished for something or another. Matt whether Hardy's it's just punished for being Matt Hardy lately for yeah. the past year now, and yeah. it's bleeding into the 2010. Yeah, he doesn't need this on top of it. Yeah. He doesn't, man. So uh, Jericho had a shiner at the Royal Rumble, so yeah. it's just like, wow. So I guess Helms did punch him, but you know, every even the apparently even the unidentified regular people that were involved in this. Uh, yeah. You know, no one's pressing charges. They said we were all play, play wrestling in the taxi, and we got yeah. thrown out, and the taxi yeah. driver called 911. It sounds like it just got blown way out of proportion. They were being responsible. They were in a taxi. Shouldn't yeah. I guess it shouldn't have been rowdy, but, you know, I'm sure the uh, maybe the taxi driver recognized him and was like, oh, I'm a... Yeah. Our th- three big guys, because they're all pretty big yeah. as far as normal people size yeah, goes. Exactly. I've, I've, stood, I've stood next to Helms, man. Yeah. yeah. And, like... <laughs> And getting and rowdy Hardy. in the back of your car, so eh, it's understandable, yeah. but out of proportion. Yeah, and then I like that I've been reading the posts from like JBL and JR uh, defending them, saying these these are two of the most stand up guys yeah. that this company has. If if everybody had the same passion and desire that they did, yeah, business would be amazing. I think it was uh, I think it was a bit premature to take Helms off the uh, the rumble. Yeah, well, I mean, I think they were waiting to see if. I think they have to wait and see if charges do get pressed. I mean, you can't. What though? I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, they, it could happen still. There's that fan that keeps trying to sue Randy Orton for spitting at him, but they never no. do it. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we had a Royal Rumble this weekend. Yes. <laughs> so you know, it, it's it's pretty easy to review the Royal Rumble because you know there's never a whole lot of matches. But uh, right, you know, first match was the ECW title match. Yes. So and uh, by the way, sign guy. Uh, the WWE sign guy had like front row corner, yeah. like ringside. So you saw him at every entrance. You saw him. <laughs> yeah, that guy had some great signs. Yeah. The two that spring to mind uh, when Christian came out for his title match instead of uh, the Geek Squad logo, the Best yeah. Buy has it was the Peep Squad, yeah. which was great. And I'll mention his other one. My, I, know, I think your favorite is my favorite. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the Christian uh, Ezekiel Jackson match. It was good. Regal got thrown out. Zeke yeah. had to do it on his own. Yeah. And the Christian after but it was about a good they gave him a good ten minutes or so yeah. at least, you know. Yeah. It's a good back and forth match. Man, and Zeke really you know, I th- it's one of those things where he lost but he won. Yeah. Because he got to show off in front of people that had probably never even seen him wrestle. Right. I was I was mentioning that I was like, There's probably a lot of people watching this show that's the first time they've seen him wrestle. Yeah. 
and I think he definitely made an impression. You so know, it was really good. And he uh, pulled out some moves he hasn't even ever done before. Yeah. So, but Christian continues to be the best champion in wrestling right now, and longest reigning is yeah. on top of it. So, yeah. so yeah. Christian got him won. with a. It was a surprise kill switch. Yeah. So, which hard to hard to make that move a surprise because yeah. it's such a chore to get into. But, Didn't see it coming, but yeah. uh, he made it happen in all of like two seconds. Yeah. So, um, crime time was on the show. They were. Yeah, sort of. Um, they tried to get Kali to uh, switch numbers with him, or switch places with him, because that only one... Be, apparently, be, the, there's a rule that only one member of a tag team can get into the uh, Rumble, I yeah. guess. I don't know, but both of Legacy was in there. Legacy, DDX. Yeah, so I don't know why. It's just crime time. It's just crime time. At least they were on it. Heart Dynasty wasn't even on it. Yeah, man, that's fucked up. They better have something major to do with Uncle Brett there. Yeah. Um, but Uncle Brett, you know, so. <laughs> but they were trying to get uh, Kali to give up his spot. That was and my it, first potential standing ovation of the yeah. night. Was yes, Kali is out and crime yeah. times in. In exchange for a kiss from Tiffany, who knew nothing of this. Yes, and I mean, I was telling Kali was like when seeing uh, Rajan Singh explained it to him. Kali was like, "No, no, no, no! I'll, I want to be in the Rumble." It's like, dude, really? Yeah, you're not going to win. <laughs> no, so, you never win. If you if you exchange it for the kiss, then. You won. Your, your night's up. Yeah. You had you had something better. Turns out he really did have something better to brag about. So yeah, we're oh, gonna bleed yeah, into true. a little rumble yeah. here. Um, but yeah, Kali's night did not go as planned. Mm. He wound up having interaction with a woman, <laughs> but to be continued. Yes. Um, so all that happened. Um, got the U.S. title match that we were wanting. Um, the Miz versus MVP. Yes, a bonus match. Yeah. Actually, Teddy Long actually made it in that previous segment I was just talking about. Yeah, that, that wacky-ass segment yeah. that was. And I've yeah. never heard that song in my life, so yes. I'm one of the few people that haven't heard your yeah, pants on the ground or something yeah. like that. Uh, uh, Seriously. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh, it was a good match. Yeah, 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 it was a good wrestling match. And apparently they didn't have any time to prepare for it, but they still pulled out a good match. And yeah. I hope that there's a rematch in February at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Oh. Um, Sheamus versus Orton, which wasn't really looking that forward to. It was a, it was a, it was a pretty good match, but yeah. nothing, nothing to really talk about. And I was halfway wrong. Um, you know, like Legacy didn't really break up, but it seems like they are going to. You keep and, saying that. And DiBiase did not. And DiBiase did not turn babyface. Matter of fact, it looked more so like DiBiase wasn't going to be the babyface at the end of the night, but. Everybody just turned out neutral again. I, uh, you keep saying Legacy's going to break up. A broken clock is right twice a day. So, Is it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so eventually you'll get your day. Five o'clock like, somewhere. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, I called that. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I gave it to the Royal Rumble, and I said I was wrong. So I'm, right. not, I'm not... When they when they do break up, I'm not going to say I'm right. Because okay. I predicted for the Rumble, and it didn't really happen. It came right. close, but it was like a foul tip. It was like a double. <laughs> but, yeah... <laughs> Um, so anyway, Cody Rhodes came out and attacked Sheamus in full view of the referee, yeah. the worst referee in the WWE, and but he made the right decision and he DQ'd um, Orton. So after Sheamus about won. thirty seconds, which is the equivalent yeah. of a three count right. for him. <laughs> um, women's title match: uh, Michelle McCool versus Mickey James. McCool, I spent money on the Royal Rumble, and. They like, gave her a mic. They gave her a mic. <laughs> I paid to see Michelle McCool talk. I'm kind of pissed about that mm. still. But want, the news isn't all bad. Yeah, I want like my dollar back from that, that segment, <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, minute, two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it did give us um, sign of the night. Yes. Sign, sign guy. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know how he didn't get this taken away from him because this was brilliant. Yeah. You know, uh, he was holding up a sign and it looked like the Butterfinger logo, but there's a picture of Michelle McCool below it and it said Butterface. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we laughed about that for a while. <laughs> oh God, I, I wish I wish I would have taped my laugh when I saw that. <laughs> oh God, that's uh, brilliant. So luckily, half of her talking was. Um, overtaken by our laughter so he didn't hear but exactly. we got to see Layla getting more use of the out of the uh, fat suit so yeah I guess they spent a few bucks on it so you gotta yeah. milk it so um, but yeah. finally Mickey James finally shuts her up and I mean this isn't I mean they talk about heels making you want to hate them I, McCool is like Vicky Guerrero to me I hate them but in a way that I don't want to see them on TV. I don't I don't love to hate them. Right. I just hate period. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So and the, the the good thing is is we didn't uh, you didn't have to uh, stretch your dollar any more than that on Michelle McCool because yes. she got beat with one DDT. Yep. That was pretty much it. She got taken down Mickey James DDT new and, champion. Yeah. And then cake in the face. Cake in the double double cake in the face. Layla Michelle laid on the ground. And the cake actually worked. Usually, sometimes in wrestling, this does not play, but <laughs> the cake played this time. It covered their faces entirely. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of the babyface divas that aren't butterfaces. Right? <laughs> Butterface, babyface. All right. I understand. And uh, they all celebrated with Mickey, and, uh, you know, I had a smile on my face. So, yes. I, I guess that's the end game. It's still. They should have taken the title from her, put the cake on her face, and said, you are the most horrible people on the face of the planet, <laughs> and we're going to key your car now. And then that, that's that's the end of the feud, but unfortunately yeah. that wasn't. You know. <laughs> I would have liked those two things to happen, though. Yes. And then last match before the Rumble was the aforementioned Rey Mysterio versus The Undertaker. Good match. Undertaker won. I was kind of disappointed. I wanted Rey to win, but you know what? This leaves it open for more storyline heading yeah. towards WrestleMania, so... And I don't think Undertaker's going to get out of the chamber with the title. I don't think so either. He just looks way too hurt, too. Yeah. He just He's too far gone, man. Yeah. He probably will wrestle at WrestleMania, but I, yeah. I don't think he's going to make it at 27. You don't think so? No, I don't. I mean, yeah. any, I mean, any day now, yeah. He looks... I mean, he's still the Undertaker, and he can still do some pretty cool yeah. stuff. It's been like, what, six weeks since TLC? Yeah. He hasn't wrestled since yeah. then, has he? And, I mean, I even mentioned during that match, not even thinking about it like that, but I was saying, man, Undertaker's, like, super methodical. I mean, he was really slow with everything he did. Yeah. So. I mean, not that that doesn't, not that that hurts his character, but yeah, there's also a the reason for it, too. Yeah. So. He just happens to have the convenience that that is his character. Yep. So. So, yeah. He went with the last ride, though. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he so. caught Ray after when he like springboarded off the ropes and to the last ride, so that was pretty cool. It's a good finish, yeah. yeah. So. And so the Royal Rumble. First two entrants, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Evan Bourne. That was good to see. It was a yeah. nice, like, hey, here's the future yeah. of WWE, and hopefully these guys will have something to do this year. All right. Um, so what did you think of the Rumble itself? I, like I said, I always look forward to the match. I really like the Royal Rumble. We, we mentioned this before the show started. It's probably our favorite pay-per-view of the year. Yep. On an overall basis. I gotta say this one, top to bottom, entertaining. Yeah, it was so, good. I know I'm kind of I'm not wrapping the show up. I just, you know, but from from beginning to end, I was thoroughly entertained by it. I love the mostly unpredictability of the Royal Rumble match itself. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. It's yep. truly Pat Patterson's legacy for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had that. 
And, uh, of course, the star of the first act yeah. was CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah, the rumble always kind of goes, it's almost like a movie. It's like a three-act thing. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah star of the first act was, was Punk. He was number three, and he came out and... and Luke prompt- didn't get to stay, but Serena was out there. Yeah, Serena he, came out with Luke him. Luke didn't even come out with him. No. Serena did. Yeah. You know, so. But um, he promptly eliminated both Bourne and Ziggler yes. and then got on the mic. And then he proceeded to eliminate people and stay on the mic. So yes. it was pretty cool. I actually enjoyed it. I haven't. I don't think I've seen that in a Roman match. I don't recall anybody else getting on the mic like yeah. that. So it did make me think of Stone Cold in 97 when he was eliminating guys and he would just kind of hang out and wait for the next people to show yeah. up. But that was about it. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that was similar to it. So... Um, the next big surprise, though, like he he eliminated a few people. Yeah. Um, next big surprise, Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Only the second woman ever to be in the Royal Rumble. Yes, and she did something that the first woman never did. She eliminated somebody. China eliminated uh, Mark Henry. Did she get to eliminate Mark yeah. Henry? Oh yeah, that's right. That yeah. was the payoff of the yeah. storyline. She got the Rumble just to throw Mark yeah. Henry out, and then she then she was gone. Then she got thrown out. Um, equally impressive as far as mass, she eliminated the great Kali. Yes. But she had to kiss him first. With a lip lock, yeah. <laughs> so Kali did get to kiss somebody, like yes. I mentioned earlier, but um, he got thrown the fuck out yeah. at the same time. He, yeah. So I guess Kali was actually smart. He got to be in the Rumble, and he got the kiss. So. Yeah, so we retract, we, so, we yeah. retract that statement. Yeah. <laughs> we get good on you, Kali. Yeah. I guess. So. Um, you know what? I'm kind of nitpicking, but I did have one problem with the Rumble. Looking right. back, um, ECW was was very poorly treated in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Zack Ryder had like uh, he, only, got, he got thrown out pretty quick. There were only three guys from ECW that made it to the Rumble: um, Zack Ryder, who got eliminated before the before the next guy came out by uh, CM Punk. Um, Shelton Benjamin, who got eliminated before the next guy came out by John Cena. And Shelton has like zero luck, and Shelton sucks in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. By the way. And uh, Yoshitatsu, who got eliminated before the next guy came out by John Cena. So none of them lasted the full minute and a half or whatever it was. Jesus. I didn't so, even realize that. Yeah. Man. Other than that, I did like it. Um, thought it was going to be... You know what? After the, the Jericho Helms thing happened, yeah. I was picking Jericho way before this. I didn't yeah. do it on the show, so sorry. It's not on record. But yeah. I was picking Jericho. I think that's obvious knowing me if you yeah. listen to the show long enough. Uh, but once that happened, I said, you know what? Triple H is probably going to win. Yeah. And then he got thrown out, and I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. I'm glad, you know, because I, I don't... I'm really not cool with seeing anybody win twice. Yeah. I mean, it can make sense and has, I guess, but I didn't... Anybody that had, was in that match that had already won, I didn't want to see him win again. Yeah. I didn't want to see any of them win again. I didn't want to see Sean win just because I want to see... I want to see more entanglements in the story. Yeah, right. I, I, exactly. I, I didn't want to see Sean win because that meant the the Undertaker would keep the title. Yeah. I mean, doing it this way, it makes it a little bit more intriguing. You don't know who's going to take the belt away from him. You don't know if they're going to actually wrestle again, which I'm assuming they are if they're building it this much. I yes. mean, not having Sean and Undertaker again is a little um, uh, anticlimactic. Yeah, and some some reason WWE keeps thinking that uh, Batista's got something. Apparently, Batista gave they gave him the task of eliminating Shawn Michaels in the match. Yeah, so. and so they probably apparently have a problem going on. So, but Edge is back. Yes, number twenty nine. The one surprise entrant was Edge. Yeah, 
And who doesn't uh, shave when he's injured? Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's what I was mentioning. Maybe it's like uh, in hockey they have the ho- the uh, playoff beards, like they don't shave during the playoffs. Right. Maybe when Edge is not wrestling, he doesn't shave until he gets back because he showed up the next night on Raw and he had shaved. It was a little bit tame. Yeah, yeah exactly. Trim got it under control. By one of those yeah, Norelcos like I got. Yeah, he's point. always like, like big, huge, like a uh, hermit beard when he comes back. Yeah, always, always great to see Edge. Edge makes the show better. Yes, I, I think I mentioned it when we were watching. I really, really have missed Edge, especially yeah. since SmackDown has kind of staggered over the past couple just, months. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because it was so good, and then Batista showed up, and in that time, Undertaker was champion, and it got not as good. So, so what are they gonna do with him? He shows up on Raw. And, uh, I mean, we can talk about this more next week, but, uh, you know, it's like, are they going to put him on a show, or are they just going to hold off until WrestleMania? I think, I think this, happened last, this happened last year, too. Once the road to WrestleMania starts, the the lines dividing the shows mean nothing. Yeah. They're just all going to start showing up on everybody's shows. Yeah, so and there'll be a draft after WrestleMania, yeah, too. And then they're going to resituate and have a draft after WrestleMania. And yeah. A month after that, the lines will mean something for another, like, nine months. Yeah, and then it won't. Yeah. And then it won't. That's true. You, you, that's a very good point you make there. Yeah. I mean, there's still the, a few occasionally in between, but other than that, yeah, the the lines mean nothing at this point. Yes, I would like to. I would just say I'm just gonna put it out there right now. I want to see Chris Jericho beat the Undertaker at Elimination Chamber. Yes. You know, win the Elimination Chamber, and I want Edge versus Jericho. The seeds have already been planted. That's so. that's best case scenario right there that has to happen so we're going to speculate more on the Shawn Michaels bit because there's more to talk about that we'll do that next week we're also going to talk about Dragon Gate and Ring of Honor next week tune in next week and we'll have some more emails I I just got a feeling (laughs) and uh, yeah so that's I think that's it for the week uh, take it away Chris All right. well you can go to wrestlinghowshow.com for our blog we got stuff popping up there almost every day now so uh, go check it out uh, random thoughts, videos, reviews, show notes, show links, everything. Go check it out. Um, please email us. Let us know what you think of the show or answer questions that we had. I know we had some earlier, but I forget what they were now. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> remind I, us. And I wanted to know if there's been more Montreal screwdriver oh, yeah, pops. Let us know. And uh, at, you can do that at whs at wrestlinghowshow.com or through our MySpace, which we still check uh, on a daily basis almost. And um, we're on Mevio. Go subscribe over there, or you can go subscribe at the iTunes, which is linked from the .com. And do yeah, all those things. Do all those things, and we're also on Twitter, and I actually do tweet on occasion. Um, not just about updates to the site, actually just random thoughts occasionally when I'm watching stuff. So I think I know the address now. I think i got to memorize It's twitter.com slash house show. Is that I think, right? I think so. I don't yeah, know. If, if that doesn't work, you can just go through the... Uh, uh, dot com as well. Yeah, we've got all the all the pretty buttons on the right side of the screen. Yes, Facebook coming soon. Yes, still, I swear to God, <laughs> that wasn't a shoot on you. I just uh, you know just letting them know. Um, Thanks. Because I can do it. I got two hands. <laughs> 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 all right. Anyway, speaking of that, I better go. Um, all right. Well, that's. No, I don't know what that means. Don't <laughs> read too much into it because I never know how to wrap these things up. It's a week later. And I'm still saying zingo. <laughs> All right, later. <laughs>